Hello. Hi, Rebecca. It's Beatrice. Hi, Beatrice. It's Rebecca. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. Um, I enjoyed all the stuff about parrots this week. Oh, it was a good week for parrots. Mm, it was such a good week. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm ambivalent about Gucci, but that campaign—that's everything you've ever wanted, bitch. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I don't know who I mean, came up with it, but it's that person is a genius. And my understanding is that those are actually Iggy Pop's parrots. Is that true, or did I just want it to be that so much that I've invented that? Well, he apparently has this cockatoo called Biggie Pop, but I'm not sure he has more parrots than that. I actually okay. haven't looked into that. That's something I will need to research. Well, but I mean, one is enough. Yeah. Just knowing that Iggy has one is life-affirming. Yes, yes. Always with a caveat, of course, that they're very sociable animals and ideally they would be with their other friends. But, yes. you know, if that's not possible, at least they have a nice other person. Yes. And, you know, they had, he's got, you know, this, this cockatoo has Iggy to play with. And exactly, that's a lot. exactly. And then in this shoot, also Tyler, the creator, and ASAP Rocky. I mean, that's like a dream come true. Mm. Yeah. Why didn't they invite you on that shoot? Oh, uh, I think that maybe would have been too much. For, for the cockatoo? <laughs> Possibly for the cockatoo. <laughs> Yeah, possibly. possibly. His mind would have been blown to have you there as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. And I, I really, like, I, I know silly animal videos are silly, but I love them anyway. And the one of, of is it a cockatoo or a parrot dancing to each ringtone? I know. That's oh so good. Oh, my God. That, um, that parrot can dance. And, and, and it's so interpretive. Exactly. And I have a feeling, it, it, sound, it looks a bit like, it's thinking for a very short while. Yes. How I'm gonna how am I gonna deal with this one? <laughs> and then it gets going. It's so good. Yeah. I, I can't tell you how many times I've watched that. Mm. No, it's just thrilling. They are very it's good. These, these videos if you're feeling a bit down, I feel. They're so good. It's mm. like look at everyone in you know, look at the Gucci. Not at the Gucci, at you know, Iggy Tyler, the creator, is up, and the bird, mm. and you get happy again. Yeah. Because, yes. And I, I mean, you know, we both have worries and concerns about keeping birds. It's not the kindest thing. But I so wish you had a parrot. Yeah, I did look into, you know, you can get rescue ones, and oh. apparently a lot of people have abandoned their parrots. People, no. Yeah, I read that. They, you know, they can make a lot of noise, and when people are at home the whole mm. whole time, they they notice it more. That that was the explanation that was given. So, which is no excuse, frankly. No, absolutely not. No, and there are, you know, if the if the my aunt, as you know, had a parrot, and she she oh. got a, like a parrot psychologist in at really? some point. Yes. Um. So there are. Maybe you could be a parrot psychologist. <laughs> I uh, I don't know. I I I think it's a um. Yeah, I wish I had that skill, but I don't. I don't think. I don't think I do. But um, it's interesting that it exists, and I think they're quite busy. Wow. Yeah. I mean, as you know, we had a minor bird when I was growing up, and it was fantastic. Oh, I had a budgie. Budgie. Yeah, that was really oh. good. Yeah, cookie. 
That's very good. Yeah. Our, our minor bird was called Willie Ginsburg. <laughs> oh, that's a really Which, good name. I think it was because he was he was. They got him before I was born, but he, you know, they live a really long time. So he mm. lived into like I think like when I was in my early teens, and he was fantastic. Mm. And he did my mum's voice, so it was oh, confusing. Really? <laughs> yeah. So he'd shout out like because he was he arrived before I was born he didn't do my name but he did my brother's and my sister's name so he would call them out in my mum's voice wow which was confusing and also laugh Um, that must have been odd it was but but I I don't think it it wasn't at the time because that was just what he did Mm. so it wasn't but our friends and neighbours had uh, minor bird too and so he'd go when we were on holiday he'd go and stay with Cheeky down the road and they'd like (laughs) chat to each other and freak out the elderly lady next door because she'd think it was two actual people having a conversation <gasps> that's funny yeah i yeah i i think it would be really lovely to, well you know coda wants a parrot too oh really yes when we go to pet shops which he loves he always goes straight like he does he's not he, you know he'll, he'll take a look at the rabbits but he wants to go to the birds oh that's and interesting. there's a there's a shop in a pet shop in streatham where they have a parrot, like the owner has a parrot, and he is transfixed. Oh, really? That's so Coda just wants to go, because it's sometimes at the cast register, mm. and Coda just wants to go and see the parrot. I saw, I didn't. I don't think I told you, I actually saw someone walking on the street with a parrot not really? so long ago. Yeah, he was walking up, it was a man, and he had a parrot on his arm, and he was walking up. And is it because in Real Housewives of Potomac, Monique has a parrot and she has it with a little harness on and it's tied to her shoulder. Ooh, I'm not so sure what I think about that, but I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't think that's kind of tall, but yeah. I just wondered if the man you saw had I, that. I don't know. I just, I was just so um, surprised and mm. he was, he was walked past me really quickly and I, I, I almost you know, walked after him, ran after him. But then yes. I thought, mm, maybe I shouldn't do that. So I don't know exactly. A part of me still thinks, did I just dream that? But I don't think so because I saw other people looking. So, yeah. um, and then at one point I also saw they were using a bird, but I don't know what kind in Liverpool Street, I think, to, to um, hunt the pigeons, I think. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like a bird of prey. Yeah. Mm. Not a parrot. No, not a parrot. Not a dancing parrot. No, not a parrot. Wow. Oh, God. What else well, has been going on Well, apart in your from life? all of the parrot paraphernalia yeah. we've been exchanging, I've just watched the Savage X Fenty show. Wow. I know. And I have to say, Coda loved it. <laughs> That's an- He was again, transfixed. Very interesting. He wants a parrot. He wants some... some Fenty lingerie. Maybe it's something about really colours because he was very colourful. It was very colourful and bright. That's true. Because mm. you know, I thought he maybe wouldn't like it with the dancing because he goes either way with dancing. Mm. You know, like he loves Lion King, but when the animals start dancing, he's like, "Ah, oh, this is stupid." Mm. He doesn't want to watch it, but he loved it. I thought it was fantastic. Have you so, watched it? Well, it, no, I have. I've only seen you know still photos, mm. so I didn't quite understand how it worked so if you could explain that to me that would be very helpful well, it seemed to be in it, like a big sort of industrially looking building oh, you or? saw the bit where it's like a green background 
there are seem to be sort of neon lighty things yes mm. yeah well it's interesting because it's very kind of hybrid in form because there's like really great dancing you will love the dancing and it's but it's also like performances by particular artists and there's also which i found very interesting that there are bits where she and some of the people who appear in it just talk about like there's a bit where they talk about what would you say to your 10 year old self then there's a bit on like um mood or a bit on community or Mm. so there's bits which are kind of which I think are actually really well done particularly like there's a bit about sexuality where she's talking about how it's important you know that it's really personal and it's about you it's not about anyone else and mm. about you know that you can feel like you've been robbed of your sexuality that someone's taken your that away and that you need to you know own it and everything which i think are, are good mm. and there's also bits which are more like fashion documentaries in that it's you know her drawing on a you know thing a a working drawing of of lingerie or her picking fabrics to kind of show that she's involved in every stage and Mm. how personal it is to her and it begins with her with her voiceover about storytelling so that's kind of the wholeness of it the theme of it and it is interesting because I mean it's brilliant in terms of all the different kinds of bodies Mm, all the genders all Mm. the sexualities all the all age. kind of skin colors age mm. um are represented and that i think is fantastic and i think the dancing really really goes with that because the dancing is really like it's very intense there's like slower moments but it's very intense and it's i know it sounds stupid to say it's really physical but it is it's it's more like a a video like a rihanna video dancing than mm. you know and it's real full-on dancing it's not just like wafting about a bit in your hands kind of and not that pe- i'm naming any brands that had shows that were like that. oh yeah um mm. yeah mm-hmm. who could that be um we're not even going to mention no them. but the people who are dancing are they wearing lingerie everyone's wearing what lingerie and that i think it's like it looks amazing and it's also really really clever because it shows you how much you can move in these what oh, look true. like quite complicated mm. pieces you know because the first the sort of earlier segments it's it really reminded me of like early madonna of like layers of black net and then black lingerie with like multiple skinny straps yeah and you can see how that really works like you must have to really know your stuff to get it to work for all different body shapes and sizes but you can see how by strategically placing it like say over the hips Mm. you hold things in but not in a super restrictive way Mm. and that you kind of allow the body to move so you know bits of the body really jiggle about yeah so it's it's really interesting that these these straps seem so kind of delicate when they're on the hanger do you know what I mean like they they, you don't feel they'd really do anything and you feel like I don't know like they just rub your skin or something but when you see them the models and the dancers wearing them 
and you see them moving, you see how clever they are mm. because they do give some control to the figure, but they also allow like boobs to jiggle or your bum to jiggle mm. when you're moving in a pleasing and good way. <laughs> yeah. So thought... they're really good. But ju just to say that I think another thing that's interesting is the use of jewellery because that's quite Madonna-y. But I suppose Rihanna has done it as well with, like, crucifixes and things. Mm. But it's interesting because this is the first menswear collection. Well, do you call it menswear when it's lingerie? I don't know. Mm. But it's the men's collection as well. So you've got men wearing, like, boxers or whatever and jewellery and at some points heels all very good yeah i thought when i looked at the photos that the outfits looked quite complicated but complicated in a good way i mean there was a lot going yes. on but that was that was nice you know it, yeah mm. no i think it is and it it seems it, it's sort of interesting how you then i mean it's an incredibly slick and brilliantly produced marketing machine because you can only watch it on amazon prime mm-hmm The goods are sold on Amazon Prime. Interesting. Mm. It, they talk about makeup, and like Shea Coulee, who I love, is putting on makeup, and you're getting voiceovers of people talking about makeup. And I, I think this is really brilliant, that it's this sort of sense that fashion is very much talked about and makeup and all these things as things that enable fluidity and enable you to respond to your mood and enable you to continually transform yourself. So that's great. But yes, you see the makeup, you see the um, the lingerie itself, the soundtrack is great. And of course, you can get all those things on Amazon. So it's, mm. like a, it's like, I don't know what the surround sound word is for marketing and sales, yeah. but it's that, because mm. it's a complete kind of capitalist environment. But within that, it's a hugely positive and empowering set mm. of images because I think it's really, you know, it's so important that people can express their sexuality and gender as mm. they wish and freely and have fun with it and dance in a fabulous manner while mm. wearing Doc Martens. Because <laughs> it, it was quite kind of that late 80s look of, of like super sexy, but then Doc Martens mm. as well. Yeah, sort of post-punk. Yes, mm. yes, exactly. Mm. Yeah. So I thought it was very good. And I also, I want you to watch it, because I don't know if it's just that I'm so immersed in 1930s visual culture from my research at the moment, but it kept really reminding me of Busby Berkeley films. Oh, interesting. Because mm. there are, and in like a really fascinating way that there's, you know, the equivalent of chorus girls. I mean, they might be boys, but they're chorus mm. girls. But they're, the way they dance and move their bodies is so powerful that there's no confusion that these, but that these are people in charge of themselves, you know, mm. compared to Busby Berkeley where they're so manipulated and everything else. Yeah. But there's still this interest in formations, which I know I've talked to you before about how I've found fascinating that increasing in fashion shows of having great troops of mm. models and the interest in, in like patterns of bodies. And the last, because there's different sets and the final set is like green and industrial and like a factory floor. And 
that one really is 30s because it's so much that kind of machine ethic uh, sorry not ethic aesthetic mm. that it just really reminded me of that and it's interesting presumably the formations are of people of different you know unlike Busby Berkeley they are of people of different shapes and sizes exactly okay exactly. so putting them putting it in a formation makes that even more obvious it I really guess. does because mm. I think it's done really with real, like, heart. I can't think of a better way of putting it because everybody looks great. Everybody is doing these amazing moves. And it is not like, here's your token, and I hate this word, curvy girl or Mm. curvy boy. I hate that word. Everybody looks good. Everyone, you know, clearly there are stars. There are people, you know, like Demi Moore is there Mm. and, you know, but even within that, there is a sense that everyone looks as great as everyone else, mm. which is really good. I think it's interesting. There's like a Garden of Eden kind of scene, but it's very kind of, it was like reminding me of the colors of a Hype Williams video from the 90s because it's like intense neons and these huge flowers. And I thought, oh, this is a bit, a bit cliched. And it was funny because that was the one I was reading reviews of it that like Teen Vogue liked most. Mm. And I thought it's probably that I'm just too old yeah. to, to enjoy Neon Garden of Eden. But it was also like there's a bit where I was thinking, oh, my God, they're bound to have Rihanna come out of one of these flowers, which, of course, they then did. And I was thinking, ugh, cliche. And then I thought, no, you horrible old white person, because having a woman of colour recreate, you know, the kind of Botticelli mm birth of venus is so powerful and i feel like she erases those kind of images of whiteness because she's so kind of accomplished and beautiful and everything Mm. else so i had to check myself because i actually i can really see how this is really important and i think it is important that young women well not just young, young people see this kind of imagery of bodies and sexiness and everything mm. sounds so it sounds amazing yeah and the, the pictures i saw must have just been on of one part of it i didn't know there was so much there definitely wasn't a neon garden of eden um <laughs> i would have I mean, remembered every, yeah every household needs one really. yeah no it's interesting i mean as i say it's really it's so enjoyable it's like a very entertaining thing and i think that's because it's made by people who start from music because I think sometimes when fashion like when it comes the opposite direction of fashion people do music it can sometimes be a bit uh, cringy can't mm. it because they sometimes get musicians where you think oh why have you got that person mm. but it's really good and oh and there's a brilliant bit where Lizzo is dancing in like bright bright kind of Eve Klein blue lingerie and white sneakers <sighs> which is such a great look yeah and I can't think, oh, she's talking, dancing to brown sugar. So it's like super sexy and amazing. Mm. And she's looking in the mirror and then it switches and it's, I don't know who the woman is, but she seems like someone who's, she's very sort of gymnastic in her dancing and she's really tiny and she's, but she's wearing the same colors. And then I think it's like an Angie Stone song. So it really changes the mood and it's really subtle, but it, it really kind of reinforces the message of it all which is that you know it's about the mood and the context and how you feel in the 
one's mm. garments, not someone else putting it on you. Yeah. And there's lots of kind of tracery. There's lots of like handwriting of as though Rihanna is writing her diary or, you know, tattoos writing on your skin or henna on your skin or like lace being a version of that with, with words in it which is interesting because it's, yeah, it's like this sense of you being able to create your, not create your own skin, but kind of remake your skin Mm. through these different adornments and processes. And then that links to your your life story, I guess. Wow, yeah, yeah, like you say, storytelling. Yeah, amazing. And how long, it sounds very long. How long is it? It was about an hour. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah, Mm. yeah. Yes, and I want to say Coda was transfixed for the whole hour. And when I paused it at one point, he was really like, what are you doing? He really, like, glared at me. Hmm. So, you know, it's, it not the also, it's, inclusive, it's also inclusive of small dogs. Yeah, that's good. Which is always important. But no, do watch it, because I'd love to know what you think. Yeah, will do. And, and yes, it was very interesting. I'm going to think more thoughts about it, I okay. think. Okay. Yes. And... Very good. Shall we leave it here? I think we could. I think I feel like we can just go and think about Rihanna and lingerie and colors uh, and colors and dancing. Yeah. Okay. Let's do that. That's enough to think about. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'll talk to you soon then. Talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.